Well, hello, everyone, boys and girls, and welcome to The Broad Review. Hi. My name's Emily. I'm Tiffany. And here at The Broad Review, we, uh, as the name implies, are broads who review stuff. Uh, we <laughs> review different kinds of stuff every week. In fact, this week is completely off the rails of what we're going to be reviewing, at least me. Yeah, I'm going to be reviewing the uh, hearing that happened today. Let's never Michael, review no? that. Oh, okay. No. Sorry. Different podcast. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. So we review things. A lot of the times it's Netflix or Hulu shows or movies, uh, movies that are in the theater if we ever get out. No, never. Never. Shows, uh, food, whatever we feel like. I've been posting some books and podcasts to our Instagram stories. Yeah. Um, And I figured out how to do Instagram highlights. I am a tech savvy millennial. How can you do it? I don't know how to do that. You'll have to teach me. I'll learn you. Yeah, you'll have to teach me. I have no idea to do that. Instagram is one of those things that it's like, how do I just like add stuff to a picture? Like, well, how do I do that? That's new to me. Filter. filter that's why I. Done. That's why Hashtag. I take care of the face. The face. The face paste. The face. The face space. The face space. Yeah. Because I feel like that's at my level. You're and also that's good at the tweeter. Because I'm a full on adult. <laughs> so. Here at the Broad Review, we have opinions on things. They may differ than yours. It's okay. We got more hate mail. We did? No. (laughs) Yeah, I actually had to quit my job because all I do now is answer the the 2,000 hate mail things that we get every day. Adam Levine is the best. You guys are bitches. So, Tiffany, uh, what's, what's, what's you been up to this week? Um, this week went by real fast for mm-hmm. me and I keep like, it's today's Wednesday. It's the end of my week because I'm going out of town tomorrow. So everything I had to get done at home, you know, today was like, yes, end date. Um, I just realized that like people aren't going to listen to this on a Wednesday and it's going to be like a confusing time travel thing. And I just, I need like a cocktail very soon. We'll do um, that tonight. <laughs> I'll, I'll make sure that that happens for Tiffany Thank tonight. You. Um, so, you know, I did some freelance work uh, and I packed a suitcase today to go to Southern California um, for almost a full week. Carry on so, or checked bag? Checked bag. Okay, yeah, because I, I'll never mm-hmm. be to the point where I can do just the carry on small suitcase. Oh, no, never. and I'm barely, f- I, I think I might need to take a few things out. Um, the weather is shit down there. I mean, it's raining. Yeah. And raining up here, I'm fine with. Raining down there, I don't know what to do. Um, I never knew what to do. So packing was, um, I got a lot of things, Mm. a lot of stuff, a lot of things. So I might need to reassess that. Yeah. You get a, Um, you get a weight problem. That made me sound like I was thinking that you have a weight problem. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. (laughs) Wait, problem. I uh, meant in your luggage. Your luggage. I was addicted to buffalo pretzels. Remember those pretzel things? Yeah. The buffalo flavor. Anything that's buffalo or ranch flavor, oh. I can't. Ranch wheat thins. I hide them from Bill. He oh. knows where they are, but he pretends that he doesn't know where they are. I keep them like on the corner, like hidden behind my desk, so he can't have any. That I could eat a whole Wait, box. You keep in one food thing. in your desk upstairs at your house. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It, so when I want them, they're right there. It's like a work office. Like, I, no, it's not no, even your work office. It's not even my work <laughs> office. It's just I want to have my wheat thins uh, at hand. Yeah. So in your anyways, busyness, about my wheat problem. 
This yeah. is not your weight problem. <laughs> in your business, did you have any time to watch anything, go to anything? What'd you do? I did. Um, we did watch some stuff over the weekend. What? I don't even remember what movie we watched Saturday night. We always watch one or two movies over the weekend. Um, we're on, uh, you know, uh, we bought a house recently, so... Mm-hmm. We enjoy our house when That's we, good. <laughs> as you do after you buy a house. So we watch a lot of stuff at home, but uh, there was like this weird uh, space of time on Saturday where we got home from what we were doing, running errands, Bed Bath and Beyond, Home Depot, as you Olive do Garden. When you're I don't know if there's any time. <laughs> <laughs> we actually just went to a shop downtown for a birthday gift and then went and drank a couple beers. But it was like four o'clock right and it's like it's not time to cook dinner it's not i don't want to watch an episode of like our current show that we're watching because it's the man in the high castle like you don't want to do that's not a four nazi america at 4 p.m on a saturday so we're like oh what what can we watch so we have like an hour um it turns out that there is a beautiful documentary on netflix that fit that time and that sort of mood that we were trying to achieve uh perfectly Mm -hmm. and it is called catwalk tales from the cat show circuit oh and it is on netflix is this one of the oscar nominated documentaries that didn't win yes (laughs) (laughs) no no but it's i loved it oh good and not just because i had a couple beers when i reviewed it this afternoon, um, while I was getting ready to come over here, I had it playing in the background, and I was like, this is as great as the first time I watched it. <laughs> it's f- fucking nuts. Um, so I, this popped up on Netflix like a month or two ago. Like I think it was one of the reasons why we first started talking about doing yes. this type of podcast, because we were like, look at this shit that is coming on it Netflix. Po- and it popped up for me, too, because you and I have similar watching yes. tastes. Yes. So it, it came up Cats. and was like, you, should, you need to watch this. Cats. You need to watch this. You're a crazy cat person. Oh, my recommendations now are so hot right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, so yeah. So it's been on my in my queue for a while, and we just had the perfect time to watch it, and I'm really glad we did. <laughs> um, it is about the uh, cat show circuit in Canada, and if you are not familiar with how the cat show circuit works, um, they have a season. Which I think is, um, it's very similar to awards season. Okay. With, no, I don't, it's probably not. Um, I don't know if it lasts a year or, you know, like six months or whatever. But if you have a show cat, you go around to all these different shows, you accrue points, and um, then by the end, you know, the finals, whoever has accrued the most points. Oh. Oh, so it's the not highest just standing one competition that is yes. like the gen- it's oh I like and you that. could do just one competition but then you wouldn't be the but supreme but then at the final winner. yeah supreme what is it in kitty pageant supreme pussy supreme I can't believe I just I hate that word did you see her face <laughs> you should have seen her face when it came out of her mouth oh, it's so bad <laughs> So to become the supreme P word, I'm blushing. (laughs) When did I become such a child? I don't know. About things. I don't know. Like, give me a good dick joke and I'll talk about it. But anything that has to do with like the P word or Or the the C word. word, Yeah, no, can't do it. We'll work on you. (laughs) We'll fix you. Maybe that's what happened. (laughs) Too many years of this has like swayed me the other way. I'm like, I know too much. (laughs) I've seen some shit. (laughs) 
Okay, so um, Catwalk follows two main competitors. There's several um, characters that we meet throughout the show, um, but there's two main cat owners, mm-hmm. if you will. And the first person that we meet is um, Kim. And Kim is the mom to Bobby, Seamus, and one more that I don't remember its name. Chance? I think Chance. Um, but Bobby is her star. Oh. Um, and he, I think his full name, because when they were announcing him at shows, was Boston Rob, which was confusing because um, not only was that somebody on Survivor a few episodes ago, there's also a radio host in San Diego, um, and it was Boston Rob. So I was like, Kim, what do you know? <laughs> uh, she's Kim has been around the circuit. So mm. let me tell you, she is um, a competitor. Uh, she... <laughs> She's she's scary. She does like that stage thing. mom scary. Yeah, she Uh-oh. does that thing where she's like, "It's okay, somebody. <laughs> if somebody else is gonna win, it's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's a competition. That's what we're all here for." <laughs> It'd be a shame if something happened to them and they couldn't come compete. And you're just like, "Oh my god, that she's gonna kill somebody or somebody's animal and go to prison over this situation." Yeah. Um, so she's one of the main characters. Please don't come and kill me or my cats. I'm maybe the cat. Kim, feel free to email us your uh, hate mail. That's fine. Yeah, I tried to find her on Instagram and I couldn't. And I'm wondering it's because if it's because after this aired, people were like, you're nuts. You're unhinged. We're taking your animals away from you. This is not healthy for them. Um, so Kim and uh, Bobby, who is a British Angora cat. Oh, cats, pretty. He's white and uh fluffy mm-hmm. uh not super fluffy not like jinx fluffy but uh, a beautiful animal beautiful animal um the second person that we meet and who is introduced as kim's kim i'm gonna say kim's competition because she's in this for yeah for kim um is shirley oh and shirley yeah that name is sassy yeah um shirley's cat's name is ooh la la <laughs> Wow, got a blank stare. Wow, good Shirley. job, Shirley. Great name. A good name for a cat. Yes, uh, La for short, which is not any better. Uh, why not Lala? That's at least a name. La isn't a like name. Like Ula. I don't know. Shirley, what's wrong with you? Or like, hey, name your cat Fluffy. Uh, that's not a show name. I guess you have to have <laughs> special show names like Boston Rob. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. I mean, my cats have expert names as they well. They do. So. <laughs> expert names. Um, so, Ulala is a red Persian, and oh. it's basically a cube of fur with a flat face. Um, it, darling, beautiful animal. I I don't think I could. I don't think I could ever have any type of flat face animal because I was just doing research for an article about what uh, how bad it is for them. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, so Ulala is a red Persian. So we have Bobby and we have Ulala. And the main portion of the show follows them competing um, at different small local shows and accruing points um, to become the supreme pussy at the end of the show. <laughs> so, um, you know, things happen. We, Kim slowly becomes more and more unhinged. Um, we learned that Kim doesn't like uh, cats that are just meant to be pretty. Um, her cats can catch their own dinner if they had to. So she was shit talking 
the fluffy breeds, the exotic breeds, because all they do is sit around and get groomed all day. So she is... They're show cats, She's an elitist. Right. So you're going to let your show cat go in the backyard, first of all. No, it's going to get dirty. No. Second of all, it's going to get rabies. Yeah. And if it's eating wild birds, then it has, like, avian flu or something. Or worms. Or worm. Yeah. So... She she gets a little bit judgy, um, and all of their all that their owners do the whole time they don't interact with her because they're too busy grooming their cats the whole time. That's all you do, grooming cats. It's a cat show. It's a cat show. That's what you're there for. Number one and number two. That's not why they're not talking to you. <laughs> they're not talking to you because you're fucking nuts. <laughs> so um, so yes, we wa- we watched um, these two go through the main competitions. We're introduced to a couple more. Um, competitors that really uh, threaten their success. Uh, one of them, and I didn't get his uh, the owner's name, but the cat's name is Mr. Sandman. And he was um, some type of Himalayan. I want to say like a flame point Himalayan. Jeez. Um, his owner, she's the fun mom. She's the one that was like talking into her little microphone on her shirt like, psst, psst, can you guys hear me? Like <laughs> screwing around, not listening to what Kim's bitching in her ear about. She's, you know, like waving around her toys at the people. She's just like so sassy and fun. Yay. And, you know, she doesn't go to every show. She's just, what she's there to do is fuck up the scoring for everyone else. Yes. So what do you call it? Like the ringer? She's I the like ringer. Her. She's like, oh, I'm not in it to win the whole competition. I'm just here to fuck up Kim and Shirley. Oh, I like and it. And she does. Mr. Sandman does take some first place, which then lowers their points. I learned way too much about this. Uh, my favorite point part with Mr. Sandman was that um, when she's done grooming, uh, the owner will put a coffee filter around his little neck so that if he goes to drink water... Oh. Yeah. It doesn't impede on the rest of the fur. It looked so stupid. This because it looked like he was wearing like a Victorian collar. Animal. Oh my gosh, poor sweet animal. Um, we also meet um, a woman slash maybe a man, or was maybe a man at another point in time. Very unclear. Um, Sabrina. Sabrina is a Maine Coon breeder um, and shower. And those are Justin's favorite cats of all time. And if we could yeah, get they're awesome. If we could rescue one, we would. There was somebody like on our community Facebook page posting some for sale, and I was like, oh, I'll pay fifty dollars for a kit, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, real. No, I don't even think they really were papered. Expensive. Yeah, but you know, I would never buy from a breeder. Never. Ever. I'm not a monster. Um, so Sabrina, we actually get to go in her house and see how she cares for the Maine Coons. She's very proud of how they um, are so efficient at processing their food, their very high protein wet food diet, uh, that she shows a week's worth of uh, waste that they produce and makes the cameraman smell it. Because Maine Coons absorb 80% of the food that passes through their body. And she's so proud of this. And the camera guy's like, Oh, no, thank you. And she's like, no, yeah, smell it. Okay, cool. Why did you, why do you have that on hand? Really? I guess they don't poop a lot. I don't know. That's something I did not know about Maine Coon cats. And now it makes me want one more. Yeah. Because I would love to not scoop. Little Jinx shits out everything she eats about two seconds after it's gone. (laughs) 
annoying. Yeah, get get one that processes food better, or maybe it was the diet, and it you know hmm. it's just a cat thing in in general. But um, I don't know because none of the other owners showed how much their cats pooped. Just Sabrina. <laughs> it was just Sabrina. More information needed. Yes, 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 yes. Um, another person. Oh, one more thing about Sabrina. Um, she was very into the energy um, that she brought into the her home. Uh, with the animals and um, she would do a sage cleansing uh-huh. ritual um, around the cats which I was like get me some sage immediately <laughs> what did the cats like it um they didn't really seem to be bothered by it but like if that's gonna make my cats stop being assholes right now I will sage, sage the, I, oh my god I will burn the house down saging <laughs> like come on um and then she's talking about she you know talks about her good intentions for them and as she's petting them she can tell that they're listening and absorbing her positive energy oh cute yeah they, you know, they don't give a they shit don't do their that. cats yeah um another breeder that we uh see at the shows and meet is Sharon and Sharon is a um, she's a, a, a very large woman who is wheelchair bound. And so I don't know how she, I think she has people help her go to shows. Mm. Um, but she had so many cats in her house. She couldn't even answer offhand when the camera guy was like, how many animals do you have here? And she was like, oh, people ask me that all the time. And I say three dogs and a few cats. But then there's like 20 like exotic breed kittens behind her. Very impeccably cared for. Well, that's good. Okay. Because yeah. I was worried for a second. Yeah. You know, I don't like animal uh, hoarders. Uh, no, no. And she, you know, oh my God, the little tiny baby fluffy kittens. Oh, she's grooming their face. Like they are precious and they are darling. But as she said, and some others said, you're not in it for the money. Obviously not. So then, okay. Why? So then why? Right, yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we meet her and her uh, adorable, precious kittens. Um, so a few different people, you know, come into play. Mostly Kim and Bobby. Um, there's another cat owner. Again, I didn't get her name because I'm bad at that. Um, but she named her cat Maestro. Beautiful animal, um, but he loves classical music. His favorite is Bach. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he, he doesn't love classical that. music any more than my dipshit cats love the shit that I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but she named him Maestro because when she brought him home, you know, when they do like little biscuits, little paw biscuits, yeah. it looked like he was conducting an orchestra. I was like, bitch, I named my cat Jamiao because I was watching Jersey Shore. <laughs> so meaningful. Meaningful. Um, so, you know, things happen, other competitors come in, there is one excellent part where, um, Bobby chokes up a giant disgusting hairball in the middle of judging. (gasps) Scandal, right? A scandal. I'm surprised Kim didn't, like, take him out back. How fucking dare you? How dare you do this to me in front of everybody? You're supposed to throw up before the show. We talked about this. Um, yeah. Um, he still managed to bag second place during that showing. So I don't know if maybe it's something that the judges, um, who are professionally certified, by the Mm -hmm. way, can't just, like, I couldn't just go judge a cat show. You have to be professionally certified. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. (laughs) The thing that made it enjoyable, um, number one, I love cats. Yeah. I'm not too keen on the like breeding for show type thing and, you know, private breeding in general, but it's still fun. You know, every time there was like a kitten or a black cat, which has my heart or, you know, anything like that, yeah. I'm like squealing and screaming. It, 
it's it's cat fodder. Basically. Cats rule and dogs rule. Oh my god, nobody's Every, ever said that before. Everybody, I, I just thought of it just right now. <gasps> we should put that on a t-shirt. We should. Uh, yeah, and let's trademark that phrase because I just made it up just now. <laughs> it rhymes. Um, so you have to appreciate the content that you're that you're getting into, but it is a it is a masterpiece in documentary filmmaking. <laughs> the editing. The slow-mos of the grooming with the fluffy fur and like the angles that they get these uppity, snotty cats that are worth more money than I am. Like <laughs> the face angles they get them at. Like it's a masterpiece in filming, editing, and of course, um, you know, the music that they use throughout the thing. It's just just the way that they actually put all of this bullshit together <laughs> makes it 20 times better. And um, one of our favorite things about it is they, you know, they keep you up to score on mm-hmm. on Bobby and um, Ulala. How can I forget that? Ulala. Ulala. And they have instead of just like a scorecard, they have like little cat icons of each of you know the cat shapes running with their points totaling. And like Ulala is just this little fuzz. <laughs> it 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 was just so adorable and thoughtful. I this is gonna. I I believe that Ulala is the one that wins everything but i do recall uh, that one of the judges said that uh Ulala was the finest cat he had judged in his 32 year <gasps> professional history of cat judging oh my gosh right that's an honor what a compliment that is a compliment yes, to your yes, cat yes, yes and um that was Ulala's last circuit um she did retire and they did have a retirement party at the show oh. where everybody brought snacks Okay. And they sat the cat on the table with the snacks, and I was like, that's where the line is drawn. <laughs> <laughs> that cat's assholes, but on that table. <laughs> yeah, so um, if you've been thinking about watching this, uh, you know, pops up on your Netflix feed, and you like cats, and I you do. need something funny to watch, definitely do it. It's fucking nuts. So who ended up winning? I'm pretty sure Ulala won. The whole? Yeah, the whole circuit. The whole cat walk. And did Kim show up with a shotgun take care of everybody yeah she was like if that bitch doesn't retire i'm gonna take her out back and i'm gonna skin her fur and wear it as a hat yeah (laughs) and then my cats are gonna hunt her jesus kim kim (laughs) probably saw the documentary and was like it was all editing yeah classic you know rupaul's drag race commentary it was editing they edited me to look bad (laughs) i'm not i'm not crazy that's all editing (laughs) oh god she was a terrifying woman uh, please email me if you're listening, Kim. I just want to know where your Instagram is. Why don't, we have why don't questions. any of these people have Instagrams? Is that a, a, they don't have Instagram in Canada? So I am I'm going to assume something. And <laughs> I don't want to offend, but I'm also going to assume that all of these cat show owners are above the age of 45. Is that correct? It's accurate okay yes yeah that's probably why they don't have instagram <laughs> and it's probably a good thing they don't and maybe it's a good thing because sabrina yeah. would be like here's my bag of cat shit for the <laughs> look, look at how much cat shit i have i'm going live to clean the litter box right now <laughs> so no. maybe it's for the best that they yes. don't they're on the facebook they're dtf <laughs> so i bet if you looked her up on facebook you would find her <laughs> yes 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 um yeah so it was it was really enjoyable um it, it made us laugh a lot um and i'm i'm gonna rate it uh three and a half uh ill-timed hairballs <laughs> <laughs> was it just like was it just a hairball was it like one of those juicy hairballs that also has vomit behind it oh it was a color 
It was oh, it was nasty. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great. My I will definitely watch it because it has been suggested to me. And if it's and I I don't know why I assumed that it was a show and that it was several episodes. So knowing that it's just a little short, quick watch. You know, there might be something else on there that is several episodes. Oh, maybe I'm thinking because I thought the else. same something thing. else cat related. Some other cat. Yeah. That was suggested to us because we're cat ladies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Uh, I am the Kim of <laughs> cake decorating competitions. When speaking you're, of competitions. Speaking of competitions, when you're describing Kim, I'm like, that's not unrealistic. Those, those are things that happen. So, <laughs> well, it's okay if I lose. Fine, I don't care. It's just, <laughs> I literally did that. So what I am going to review this week, like I said I would, and share my experience about Seattle Cake Con. Yay! So I did find out, because I didn't know last week, I said I thought it was fairly new. It is the first year of Seattle oh, Cake Con. wow, okay. So take all of my criticisms, knowing that, and knowing that it's their first year, there's going to be some kinks. Yeah. I am also going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this. That some of these things that I'm going to say that went wrong, KateCon has actually reached out to me and apologized for. Wow. Yes. So I... That's amazing. It is. And so I am very happy. I am happy to compete again next year and go again next year in hopes that some of these kinks that they have have been figured out. Awesome. So let's talk about this. So I have been working... I had about a month where I learned what the theme for this cake competition was. So how I got here. There was advertising on Instagram and Facebook for Seattle Cake Con. Because they're listening. They're always listening. They're always listening. It was great advertising. Their website was really good. Uh, the Instagram ads like were awesome. Graphics. Yeah, the graphics mm-hmm. were great. And so I was like, Cake Con? I'm into that just to go. Yeah. And then so I go to the website and I see apply to compete. And I was hooked. <laughs> and I was like, I've never ha- I've never done a cake in a competition before. It's something that I've always wanted to try. So why not? I had to audition. And I'm putting air quotes around audition. So I had to send the cake oh. con people pictures of cakes that were in the category that I selected, which was amateur buttercream. Okay. May I ask what the other categories were? So the other cat. So there were amateur categories for amateur buttercream amateur fondant then there was professional buttercream and professional fondant and then there was other etc things that are not outwardly cake things like cookies uh macarons cake pops things like that Oh, you could. I found out later that you could enter in more than one categories which some people did which I was like how do you people have time for this assistant so my first complaint was they didn't super clearly define what amateur meant. Okay. When I hear amateur, I think someone who has been baking for a few years, somebody who possibly has never entered into a cake competition. You're like a casual baker. And someone like, who doesn't sell their cakes. You don't own a bakery. You don't have a storefront. I.e. myself. Right. I am the definition of an amateur. Right. What I wouldn't call an amateur is somebody who has a cake business that they run out of their homes. Mm. Even if it's on the side, I still think that 
counts as a professional. Yeah. And they did not clearly define that because I found out later that, in fact, some of the people I was competing against and people in the amateur fondant category, which I didn't enter, have cake businesses. So they're well-practiced enough to make a living. Yes, they, get, they are making this. a living. It's on the side, it's and they're still home bakers. It's not their main job. Part-time profession? It's professional. <laughs> so uh, that was my first kind of like, uh, I, I don't think they're really defining this enough what amateur really means. Amateur means me and the 13-year-old. <laughs> we should have been the only people in that category. So I had about a month when we got the theme, which was springtime in the Pacific Northwest, to come up with a concept and execute it. They did tell us that due to King County uh, food safety rules, the cakes would not be consumed on site and could be not consumed on site. So they didn't have to be real cake. So my first dilemma was, do I make real cake? Do I use styrofoam forms? Right. I decided to go with real cake because later that night I had a birthday party to go to. I was like, I'll make a real cake and then I have a cake to bring. And also, I felt like styrofoam was cheating. <laughs> I know that's not it's not. I feel true. like you're um, underrepresenting how big of a dilemma this actually was. Yes, for no, you. it was a huge dilemma. <laughs> I went back and forth every other day, decided, no, fine, I'll just use styrofoam. It'll be easier. Well, oh, and then no. because if you lost, it was because you. Yeah, you yeah. If I lost, it was right. because uh, I didn't use styrofoam. Yeah, it's not because my cake was terrible. It's because I used styrofoam or I used cake. So I finally decided to use real cake. I had a concept that. I was very happy, number one, that my cake came out looking like I had it in my head. Awesome. So when I was done decorating it, I was like, I'm happy with this. Yes. I'm happy with this because this is what I envisioned and I put it on the cake. It looks like the cake that I had in my head. So I was very happy about that. Very confident walking or holding my cake while we were, you know, in the car on the way there, making sure that it didn't move because it was real cake. And I was like, oh God, what if it gets smushed? It's not a short drive. It's not. So we get there and immediately when we drive into the parking lot, I see a cake that I am not kidding you is over three feet tall and two people unloading it from a car and that is clearly made with buttercream. And so I am not a calm person. What? You know what? You know this about me. I panic <laughs> mm-hmm. and I get very stressed very easily. I like to have everything planned out to the last second and I like to know what my reactions are going to be in advance so I don't freak out. Yes. So I start freaking out because <laughs> I see start this cake Turn getting it. unloaded that yeah. I have a cake that's like six inches tall. Yeah. It's a small, it's a what is that just a a round yeah it's just a round it's a it was a two two layer layer uh, nine inch six inches tall small ass cake and was size specified in so no okay they had given guidelines of how big your spot on the table would be and so your cake can't be any larger wide than this Mm -hmm. but i i was like oh well my, my cake's not that wide so it doesn't even matter I didn't realize that that was like because people were going to be bringing the largest cakes fucking imaginable. Wow. So immediately I'm like, I don't want to get out of the car. Nope. Done. Bye. We're done. Let's, Bill, let's just smash it. Let's go eat it. It's fine. We're done. So he's like, <laughs> no, no, let's go in. Let's unload it and everything. So this was where another kind of snafu hitch happened that I wasn't very happy about. The room where the cake judging was. I had in my head because I hear con and I think convention and I think a convention center room that is very wide and open 
going to have tables against the wall, whatever. No, these were round tables. There were four round tables in a very small room. And so I walk in there and oh. I see 15 people in there and I'm like, my cake's going to get ruined instantly yeah. if I put it yeah. down. People had their kids in there no. when they were unloading and I'm like, what the, f- get the fuck out of here. They're like, gonna touch it. They're going to touch it or touch somebody else's cake. So I start unloading and I'm looking around. My cake. By unloading, you mean you had your cake yes, in your I'm, hands? Yes, I'm, I'm unpacking it from my tiny box and putting it on the table, which took about three seconds. And I'm seeing these people, like, these cakes have moving parts. Some Ew. people had, like, motorized cakes. I'm not even shitting what? you. They had lights. They're three feet, four feet tall. Oh, my God. I, I was like, okay, well, this is where I die. This is the end of me. All right. Oh, so oh I unload uh, the person with the three foot cake that I saw in the car was in fact in my category. And I'm like, well, that's just great. Cool. So, awesome. and so I start getting very bitter and very, uh, in order to calm myself down because I need to accept that I am not going to place or win or anything. I am the worst. <laughs> I needed to start justifying that to myself. So I start getting bitter and right. angry. Oh, it would be a shame if something happened. Yeah. I mean, I, winning's not everything. <laughs> it's not, I mean, uh, so <laughs> after I get my cake unloaded out of the box and put it on the table, uh, I start, you know, getting, and Bill and I are just standing there like, now what do we do? Because the, the convention doesn't start for another hour. So then repeatedly, they keep announcing, all right, if you've unloaded your cake, please go outside and wait in the courtyard. Get out of this small Get out. Room. Please go outside and wait in the courtyard. And I, we had been told that we were going to get a three by five card when we arrived to write a little blurb about the cake and the concept and what it's based on in the title. And the wording on it was, it's not a requirement, but it is definitely recommended. Okay. So when we get there, I ask the girl, cards, she doesn't know what I'm talking about. So I'm like, oh, okay. So, all right, we're just not doing cards. We go outside. The only people outside that join us outside are a woman and her wife and their baby that had already unloaded their cake. We were the only two people that listened. Everybody else stayed in that fucking room. Why? Probably because they were waiting for their cards, which they eventually got. So... I am a rule follower. Yeah, uh, yes. You know that about yes. me. So when somebody tells me to go stand somewhere, I'm going to go stand somewhere because I follow the rules. And this other couple also followed the rules and we were kind of like, okay, I guess no one else is listening. They didn't clearly have... The the entrance of CakeCon was not very clearly defined. So you also had people who were attending the CakeCon that got there 45 minutes early that were just walking in and out of the cake room. And they thought that that was the whole convention. And they they just they were walking in and out of the room. They were walking. In, they had they didn't even get their tickets checked because there was no like okay the doors are closed. It was just an in and out yeah. because people were going in and out. It was chaos. Wow. And so I'm like sitting there stewing like not even any for more for myself, but I'm like, what if somebody knocks one of those tables and all those cakes fall down? Mine's yeah. not going to because it's so small. So I didn't have to worry about mine doing that. But I was starting to get worked up and I had asked the other girl, I was like, did they give you your card? And she said, no. And I was like, oh, well, maybe they're not doing that. So 
we start seeing more and more people finally get shooed outside about 10 minutes before it actually started. Okay, the convention or the judging? The convention and the judging both started at 11. Okay. So then they're they're checking people's tickets now, whatever. We get checked in and are finally like, okay, the convention part is actually started. Mm. We go, the room that has cakes in it is now shut and judging has commenced. Awesome. So I'm like, well, they must not have done the card thing. Fine. Oh. Okay. So they, but I'm like, my, my, I feel like my cake has enough of an obvious theme that maybe I didn't need it. Did it have a name? Well, I mean, it, not on a, it was Skagit Valley Tulip Festival from a hot air balloon. Oh. Which is what it was. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't creative. It's just what it was. Buttercream <clears throat> Symphony. <laughs> so we go and so bill and i had purchased in advance we purchased vip tickets you know me i go vip go vip or go home (laughs) so it was only a i think it was only ten dollars more and you got access to a lounge and you got a goodie bag and everything like that awesome so we go and sit in the lounge for a while until i'm like we can go after i see that room and make just get an eye and make sure that my cake has not been fully ruined yes because i didn't know because there were so many people in that room. I had left. I didn't get to see the cake before judging. So I don't know if somebody put their face in it for yeah. all I know. So how did they know it, <clears throat> whose was whose? There was a uh, there was a name placard uh, that had my name spelled incorrectly. Oh, yeah. 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 It did not say my correct name. And my first name was correct. My last name was not correct. And so that also irritated me. Yeah. Because not that I, not that I really thought this was going to happen, but what if somebody really liked my cake and wanted to reach out to me to make a cake for them? Yeah, they searched me by if that last name. This was your part-time profession. If no. this was my and and that's the thing, like that it didn't affect me. But if I was a professional cake maker and my name was spelled, I would have raised hell. But because I was like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna lose, so it doesn't matter. It's not like they're gonna have to say it. It's irrelevant. So. We're sitting in the lounge for a while, and I'm like, Bill, go, go stand up and see. Were there snacks? Okay, yeah, in the lounge. I'll, I'll, okay. I'm going to talk in depth about the lounge in a little bit. Awesome. And also, I should mention, we went and sat in the lounge because we walked through the entire convention in about 10 minutes. <gasps> no. There were not yeah. a lot of vendors. Yeah, like, less than 20. I was going to say, what kind of vendors and exhibitors would you... S- fewer than 20. There were there were a couple of like grocery stores like advertising the cakes that they serve in their store. There was one standout that I will talk about when I get to the highlights of CakeCon that was the only vendor that I was actually interested in. Huh. There was a, a, a person who... I uh, was selling like jewelry like that was like made out of clay that they ended up making the metals also that so there were not enough vendors. So okay. that was one issue and they've addressed it <laughs> that oh. they said we are hoping to get many more vendors yeah, next I would year. Yeah, like aprons. Yeah, and a, lot, a lot of stuff. And the place wasn't huge so they didn't have room for a ton of stuff but they had room for more. Hmm. And there were like a couple of uh, guest speakers that were there that turns out some of them were actually judges too for the cake competition, which I thought was pretty cool because these are professional bakers, people who've been on Food Network shows, you know, that own their own bakeries, that have special techniques. So that was, I didn't go to any of those because I was worked up. Um, was there a cake eating contest? There was not. That's an idea. <laughs> That's it. That, that was a mistake. 
That's an uh, idea. The biggest part of Seattle CakeCon was the cake decorating competition, which I thought was just going to be a kind of little side part yeah. of it. I didn't think that was going to be the main event, but it turns out that it was. Interesting. So Bill lets me know that the doors are back open and that there are 100 people in that room. And we go and, and I was like, okay, let's go. Just make sure the cake is okay. We can go and we'll come back for the judging part, which is mostly just so I can come get the cake because we had to come get our cake after the judging. So we go in the room. I see everybody has a motherfucking three by five card. <gasps> no. And so my blood mm-hmm. is boiling. And again, I'm trying to be rational because I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter because you're not going to win, Emily. (laughs) Why are you throwing a tantrum over this? You're not going to win. That card's not going to save you, you stupid moron. (laughs) So this is what's going on in my head. All very rational. But then I'm I'm trying to like not be mad because there's it's too late because the judging's already happened. It's too fucking late. So it's irrelevant. Bill and I leave. We go have Paseo. I have a hard time accepting that the Paseo tastes good because I'm too upset. I have a question. What's Paseo? Holy shit, Tiffany. I'm new so, here. <laughs> so uh, it's Paseo. The topic of Paseo in Seattle is actually pretty controversial because the oh. original Paseo, the owners of the original Paseo were bought out by a company who didn't they bought the name but not the recipe but then the family who owned the original paseo now have a different restaurant that's not paseo i forget what it's called and i'm probably going to get raked for not knowing it hate mail hate mail uh so it's they're like cuban um caribbean sandwiches they're they're delicious it's like a, a pork sandwich with uh, like, it's like a combination of like a banh mi sandwich and like a pulled pork. It's really, really good. I think I've probably had this recommended. What neighborhood were you in? Uh, we were in Fremont. Hmm. Okay. There are a couple of different locations of Paseo now and also of this other place that I, I'll look it up and find out what it's called. <laughs> so, but Bill really, really likes Paseo, and so that was if where he wanted, and we were really close to it. In the hood, it. yes. Yes, we were really close to it, so we decided to go there, but I really just, I was too distracted. So we went home for a couple of hours. I seethed for a couple of hours. Wait, you came all the way home? Well, yeah, because the judging wasn't, we were out of there by 11.30, and the judging wasn't until, or the award ceremony wasn't until like 4.30. Oh. And so we were like, let's just fucking go home. Because the, yeah. the, we were expecting to spend the whole day at the convention. Yeah. Nah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we came home. I'm seething. I post a thing on Instagram with a picture of my cake where I kind of ray dragged him through the coals where I was like, and I'm a fucking three by five card. Also, my name's spelled wrong, you assholes. I didn't actually call them assholes, but I was just a little bitter. The the girl who was outside with me commented on there. She's like, hey, I didn't get my three by five card either. <gasps> oh. So we go back. Again, I'm going back with the expectations that I had my t- first, second, and third in my head. I knew who was going to win in my category. I wasn't even in fifth or sixth. I was in I was in worse than last because of my tiny little kick. So they do amateur buttercream the announcements first. They announced third place and I was like, 
it's not really who I expected to get third, but okay. May I ask a question? Did mm-hmm. they do this in the main convention area? So like everybody yes. out there? Okay. Yes. It was like a everybody gather were doing this. And they, they did actually have a drag queen who was the master of ceremonies, Hell which was yeah. pretty cool. Her name's Cookie Couture. Oh. She hosts the drag race party at our place in Seattle. Oh. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. That was a fun, a fun little, you know, thing that they had. So that was one of the positives. Uh, so they do, they announce third place. They have these cute little uh, medals for them. They have a little cupcake on them. They announce third place. I'm like, that's not who I expected, but whatever. You know, what do I know? <laughs> Stupid. And then they say my name for second place. Your name name or your name on the note card name? My actual name. Oh. I was so surprised. Oh my god. I just just stood there for a minute because I was like, that's not... That's wrong. That's not right. What? Wait, what? Uh, and then I go up there, I get my medal for second place, and I'm thinking... Did you start giving a speech? <laughs> Thank you so much! Uh, no, I'm thinking in my head, don't start to cry. Because oh. if you start to cry, they're going to think you're crying because you lost. Not because you're happy. They're going to think you're crying because you lost and because you're being a sore loser. And I'm like, don't fucking cry, which is making me want to cry more. Oh. So uh, I go back. The person who I thought was going to get first place did end up getting first place. Was it the baseball one? It was not. Oh. The baseball one didn't even place. So Hmm. I know. So the person who I thought won ended up winning. And we watched the rest of the awards. The rest of the orders of things did not go as expected. There was one cake that I... I assumed was going to be best in show and they ended up getting third place. So I I don't know Hmm. what, I mean, I know generally what they were judging on, but I'm starting to justify how did they, how did they decide this cake was, my cake was better than some of those because it's not that I disagree. I like my cake. I loved your cake. I like my cake, but I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't understand how I could have possibly gotten second place. So, I was very excited. <laughs> and I'm very grateful and happy that I got second place. I'm so proud of you. I'm ve- like, it was a huge first step in, you know, and now I know what other people are bringing because that was going into this. I had no idea what other people's cakes were going to look like. Yeah. I didn't know that I needed were to be a size. Were you the only one that did a one, basically one tier? No, I'm not the only one who did one tier. Mine was definitely the smallest cake. Okay. There were other people who did one tier, but did larger like sheet cakes or larger oval size cakes. <laughs> sheet cake. Yeah. So now I know what I'm doing. So let me talk about some pros and, and some good things and bad things about cake cons before I give it my review. So good things. Good things. You you got second place. I got second place. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the VIP lounge. Fully worth the extra money. Really? They had amazing catered food in there. Oh. And free drinks. Alcohol? Free alcohol. Like, they had their own bar in there, and I'm like, Bill, go buy me a drink. And he comes back, he's like, it's free. What? It's for free. I'm So, in. I was like... Okay. Even yeah. if I have one drink that already paid for the extra money and then we had some food. Yeah. It was very nicely laid out. There were couches in there. It, that part of it, they had perfect. 
Awesome. So next year, KateGon, don't change that lounge. Make sure it also stays pretty exclusive. So those who were smart enough to get their tickets in advance are the ones who get access to that VIP lounge. Keep it small. Truly VIP. Truly VIP. So we felt special. Because you did. Because there were never a whole lot of people in there because they didn't sell a whole lot of VIP tickets. They sold them out, but they just didn't have that many available. Okay. So that was one of the highlights very, very good. That they had whoever Kate did that part of KateCon, keep good them job. on. Keep them on for next year. <laughs> Yay. Whoever did the check-in process, they need help. The other highlight for me was Tiffany and I are fans of RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. And we follow a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race content on Instagram. And one of the things that I see pretty much after ep- every episode is this cake maker that makes cakes based on that episode's whatever, you know, standout outfit, runway outfit that a queen has and makes cakes out of them. I love it. I don't think I knew that this account existed. It's amazing. The cat one. Yes, there's the cat one. Yes, but there's also the cakes. Yeah, but I have to So I had no idea that they were in Seattle and (gasps) they were at Seattle CakeCon. So I walked in and I see all these cakes and I'm like, that's Aquaria. That's Bendela Creme. That that's Trinity Trinity the Tuck like and so you can you know as a drag race fan I can recognize these outfits immediately where they're not outwardly obvious they so are interpretations cool. of the outfits so they had like um, do you remember uh, Creamy Ben's booby tassel outfit uh, yes they had an interpretation of that they had uh, Aquaria's feathers outfit which was the Cupid who got shot with all the arrows the feather cake oh yes that they was had a that. beautiful cake you sent me that one uh, they had Naomi Small's version of Prince oh <laughs> so it, it, if you were not a drag race fan you would say oh look it's a cool Prince cake but knowing the episodes yeah. and seeing these and I'm like I know all those outfits so I ended up telling the uh anybody who walked by i'm like look at the drag race cakes you guys look at them i talked to uh a girl there who it turns out was uh and and, you know an employee there and and helps make some of the cakes and she was like you know not everybody recognizes that when they walk in but some the people who do and who are drag race fans usually freak out about it i'm like well that's what's happening right now yeah so the name of the bakery is cubes baking company and they are in wallingford the wallingford neighborhood of seattle so that was a huge highlight. And, you know, you see pictures of them and you assume that they're, you know, Instagram filtered. No, these cakes in person were arguably more impressive than they are on Instagram. Wow. So you can follow them on Instagram, Cubes Baking Company. I'm going to take a look. That's awesome. They're great. So those were the highlights, the low lights of it. The check-in process was a mess. Yeah. There were kinks that they didn't have worked out. It was definitely too small to be called a con. Yeah. Too small. Uh, So overall, I would give the experience three out of five second place medals. Yes! I'm so so proud of you. I was like, when you texted me, I was like screaming. And Justin was like, what's going on? I was like, she got second place. And I don't, I I never wanted anybody to think that I was like, Oh, I'm, I don't think I'm gonna win. Like, I'm not Kim. Where I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I, I, like, I don't care. I don't think I'm gonna win. I legitimately did not think that I was going to place. You really were, did I, not. I, I yeah, and I, I got that from you. You know, like you, yeah. I, I was resigning myself to defeat. Better, like, let's yeah. try again next year. I think one of the reasons I loved your cake so much was, I mean, cake decorating and any baked goods decorating in general um, is not something I would 
ever have the patience for. <laughs> and the way that you did yours, we're going to post a picture on Instagram, yep. all seven of you followers, um, so you can see it. Um, it had to, it was like a master class in patience of how you actually pulled this off. Because I would have gotten through one row of tulips <laughs> like, and then like this. just ate the cake instead. Like it, so it was not a difficult. And so looking back on possibly why I did end up getting second place is if they were taking technique into account, I had a lot of technique on that cake. Yes. Yes. It was piping technique, not just yeah. like slapping buttercream on a cake and smoothing it out. Like, And what was the thing that transfers? Yeah, and then I did a buttercream transfer, which I'm super I'm super into buttercream transfers now (laughs) because they're great. Like I can't freehand everything, especially not with icing. And so buttercream transfers are the bomb. If you want to learn how to do them, there are a thousand videos on YouTube. (laughs) It's actually super easy, but don't tell anybody that. Uh, What's not easy is getting them to stick to the cake. And stay on the cake and, and not, not slide down it. the cake and not crack it when it's frozen and you put it on the cake. Wow. So there is some technique. So that's probably what they had to do with. Good for you. So that is that. I do have a mini review. Oh. Because there's something unrelated that I think I need to review, I need to talk about. Is it the testimony today? It's not. Oh, okay. It's not. We'll talk about that over cocktails later. It's McDonald's cheesy bacon fries. Shut your mouth. We can review food on this show. No, I am. Um, so I've developed a, a, a $1 soda problem. And in my neighborhood, there's not a McDonald's. I have to go over the ridge 20 minutes away. So yesterday I was like, oh, I got to get Justin's dry cleaning. But there's a McDonald's in the parking lot and I can get a soda and a cheeseburger for two bucks. Great lunch. So healthy. <laughs> uh, and I saw the cheesy bacon fries. And... I have always had a deep passion for jack-in-the-box bacon, p- cheesy potato wedges. Yep. Uh, and it, it took a lot of self-control not to be like an, a, a large Diet Coke for a dollar. <laughs> cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. So you know that that I I love mm. fast food, especially novelty fast food. Uh, chicken chips? Oh, naked chicken chips from Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. about... I about burned Taco Bell to the ground when I knew they were going to not sell them anymore. <laughs> so Taco Bell, it does this better than any. And they they advertise these crazy new concoctions that they come up with. And I'm always into them. I always want to try them. You're such a sucker for it. I love I it. I am. Yeah. And, and, you know, and when Wendy's comes out with things, you know, I, I will go and I will try them because what if I find something that I love? What about Arby's? Would you ever... Nobody goes Arby's? to Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like Arby's, but Arby's doesn't... It's, I feel like when Arby's says it, it's like, instead of your normal giant roast beef sandwich, we put 45 pounds of roast beef on this sandwich instead. Like, it's not, it's not inventive. This, for McDonald's, was very different. Yeah. McDonald's doesn't ever fuck with their fries. No, because they're perfect. Because they're perfect. Don't at us. McDonald's has the best fast food fries, fucking period. They're the best. Yep. Del Taco. They're crinkly. The fuck is wrong with you? Also, I'm from Southern California. <laughs> Del Taco. <laughs> no, it's you want McDonald's. hamburger, French fries, and tacos? We got you. It's McDonald's. They 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 are in Made my opinion with perfect. Beef. Okay, I love them. They're delicious. But they never. So they don't usually fuck with their fries. They it's you know Wendy's does all the time because their fries are gross and so they're like let's just put more shit on them and Ugh. maybe somebody order them. So I had to try them. Of course. Bill went and got them for. 
I also, I eat fast food in moderation. I don't eat it every day. I understand uh, it's made of chemicals. I don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care. It tastes, chemicals taste good. (laughs) And I'm going to continue to eat them. We complain a lot that there's not any, there's no drive-thrus in our town. That's terrible. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh God, I wish I could just drive through somewhere. But then there's sometimes where I'm like, thank fucking God, God there's not. (laughs) Because you would get cheesy bacon fries all day, every day. I would find a reason to go get a dollar diet soda every day. So I open them. And the first thing that I notice about these cheesy bacon fries is the cheese does not appear to have made this the french fries soggy perfect which makes me wonder what is that cheese actually made out of because it's not real cheese it's not real cape way it 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 also had kind of a sheen a sheen (laughs) yeah that's a word for it so they they looked like a picture of fries with cheese on them they they looked very very good so i tried it holy lord jesus were they salty Oh. I like salty fries, but they're, I don't know if it was the cheese or the bacon or the combination of the cheese and the bacon. So fucking salty. Or maybe they oversalted that batch. I don't know. Yeah. You gotta try it. It was so salty. Yeah, we can get some <laughs> on the way down to uh, Seattle. I enjoyed them. I like them. Would I order them again? I also just like the, f- the fries by themselves. <laughs> I thought this was going to be like, a, we you have to get them and eat them every day. Like, no, I, I'm giving an honest review to <laughs> I'm getting an honest review. I don't want to stray our viewers. I'm not a shill for McDonald's. I'm getting my honest opinion on these. I liked them, but not that much. I, actually, how was the bacon? Uh, uh, it was very small and crumbly. It, again, it didn't look natural. It, it didn't look like it actually came from a pig in, in any way. bacon? No, uh, it wasn't. It was not, it wasn't crispy bacon, but it wasn't chewy bacon either. It was, it was like fake bacon. It was probably real bacon, but it was manufactured. It it may not have been. (laughs) It looked like, uh, like, um, almost like Bacos, but like, uh, it's hard to explain. So I would give McDonald's cheesy bacon fries. (laughs) Let's say two and a half out of five novelty fast food items. <laughs> I appreciate your commitment to honest reviews. Honest reviews. I'm not, gonna, I'm, this is about. I'm not going to suck McDonald's dick just because <laughs> they got deep pockets. If I don't like something, I'm going to say they don't like something. They start uh, sponsoring us. Then I'll suck their dick. <laughs> when that day comes, I will get to the dick sucking. <laughs> McDonald's, just give me a call. Good. Yes. yes, G- yes gmail.com. Yes. <laughs> so... We were also thinking about talking about some of the Oscar fashion because we had opinions on that. Yes. Yes. Um, share your opinions. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll am i share my top two with an honorable mention. Um, so um, I didn't watch the entire red carpet. Um, honestly, I can't stand Ryan Seacrest. I would like to hit him. <laughs> um, also, I think he was a... Uh, sexual harasser as well so I'm not still sure why why we're letting him do stuff mm. ever um, but so like while the award show was happening which by the way shout out to my uh, precious darling husband for uh, finding a way for me to watch them live because we don't have cable yeah um, I could have watched them on Hulu the next day but that's not fun then no. everything's spoiled for you and uh, so he signed up for a free trial of one of the many TV yeah. options oh, there is available sweet. out there and uh so I got to watch him live, which was cool because I probably haven't done that in a couple of years. 
So, oh, maybe I have two honorable mentions. Okay, my top best dressed mm-hmm. uh, female okay. is Charlize Theron. That brown hair. That brown hair. Makes me want to be a brunette. It made me want to cut my hair shorter. You are a brunette. (laughs) Cut your hair shorter. Anything, whenever she changes something, except for that one time she was um, that serial killer lady. Yeah, that wasn't her her best look. (laughs) Um, She, that brown hair and that icy blue dress that was backless with like the, the jewel earring. Oh my God. She was just like... Every time they showed her, I was like, Justin, I like women now. <laughs> she My was so gosh, beautiful. She was so stunning. So stunning. It was obviously Dior because she is, is there. She is Dior. Muse, yes. Um, my honorable, two honorable mention women, one of them is Rachel Weisz. Um, she was in some yeah? red leather yeah? dominatrix thing because good for her. I mean, that's Rachel Weisz is queen of i don't give a fuck what i don't give you a think. fuck and um it kind of played into her um like uh dominating lesbian partner bits a little um so i thought it was cool i thought it was, there's obviously many 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 beautiful gowns but like on you know an american red carpet that yeah. was a risk and i loved her for it uh my second favorite second honorable mention um and this is just like if if I could just wear this for five minutes, I would have so much fucking fun. <laughs> um, you're probably thinking I'm gonna say Casey Musgraves. Close second was Linda Cardellini, in the uh, I forget who's a designer. The pink fluffy. Char- I forget how to say that. Yeah. Yes, fuchsia fluffy, short in the front, kind of spread out in the back. I think I'm obsessed with that woman. I. I haven't really seen her in much, but every time I see her in something, I'm like, you're perfect and I love you. Um, Have you seen Freaks and Geeks? No. Which Shit, I need to man. see that also because of my love for Busy Phillips. Also, it's just one of the best shows yeah, ever made. I think made. you need to go back and watch yes, that. you should. Um, so I, Linda Cardellini. I always want to say Carladine. I don't know. <laughs> Cardellini. Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> Um, it was just so fun and so pretty. So pretty it's and just fluffy. so pretty. Uh, best dressed men. I'm actually going to say there's a tie. Uh, Nicholas Holt. Holt? Holt? Holt. Holt. Um, who was in some sort of, what did you call it? A Jedi robe? It looked like a black Jedi robe. It was like a, robe. a tux with like a wrap around it. But it was so, again, fucking cool. Yeah. Like you're so, oh, I love it. I love that men are taking such amazing risks. There was a lot of um, like velour velvet mm-hmm. happening. Oh that God, I have two honorable mentions. Trendler. Okay, so second male, Chris Evans. He's also on mine. Such a good color. Yeah. But also when uh, Regina King was going up on stage yeah. and he just immediately without hesitation got up, I was like, whoa, aren't you just a perfect fucking He's, gentleman? He is a gentleman. What a doll. They also had a reaction, woman. his reaction when he saw that Black Panther won, whatever, uh, whatever. Yes. And he was like, he did like a, yes. like, like, a, just oh like God. a silent, yes. What a darling human. Like he obviously is like so in the Marvel family and understands like how important it is. And yes. Love, yes. love you. Love you. You're love so you, sweet. Chris Evans. Uh, my Better second, than Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Fuck you. Chris, he's not You're even. dead to us. He's not even in the Chris. You're you know, dead Like, to us. which Chris is best? There's only three options yep. now. Yep. I'm counting Pine. on my fingers. Pine. Yes. Hemsworth. And Evans. Evans. Pratt, you're dead. Yeah. 
Christmas. No, nope, screw you. Uh, my other honorable male has got to be Jason Momoa. <laughs> scrunchy. Fucking scrunchy. Like, I was like, I'm going to live tweet this. I was like, I'm not, I'm, my brain doesn't work fast enough to live tweet and enjoy things at the same time. But as soon as I saw that scrunchy, I was like, a fucking scrunchy. A matching vel- pink velvet scrunchy. He is so committed to his vibe. Yeah. And I like it. Uh, it looked a little oh, yeah. sloppy, but... Who the fuck cares? Obviously, he doesn't care. He's got a man scrunchie, and yeah. I think it was Fendi. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, no. And I, every time you see him, you're like, he probably has a smell to him. Oh, yeah. But you know it's one that you want to, like, bury your face in. Like patchouli and uh, musk. Oil and, like, <laughs> man dirt. But, like, it's like he's not never in a washed bad hair. way. It's not in yeah. a bad way. You just want to you wanna inhale him. <laughs> Hi, Jason Momoa. Hi. <laughs> so I have some faves too, and they're uh, besides Chris Evans, all of my faves are different. Ooh. My uh, top woman is actually Allison Janney, and she was yes. wearing this black, like sort of like suit on top dress that also had a little wrap, kind of it was like, like Nicholas Holt gown version. Yeah, it was a gown version of what Nicholas Holt was wearing. Yeah, she, she looked. looked so good she looked perfect her styling was perfect Mm -hmm. it fit her like a glove yeah and i have i say things like this a lot to bill i say i wish i could say i wish i would look like her at that age but i don't look like that good now (laughs) so i can't i have no hope that i'm going to look that good at her age because on this right now i don't look that good now (laughs) how old is she uh she's got to be in her her 50s 50s. yeah Yeah. she looks so good she looked so she was my top my honorable mentions were constance Wu from uh crazy rich asians she had this yellow yellow Yellow. it was flouncy it sort of looked like everybody kept comparing it to like bell's dress but i'm like it doesn't look anything like it's lace doesn't look like cheap satin because it's (laughs) because it's yellow oh okay so but just the you could see that like she was living her fantasy in that dress because she kept like flouncing it and like like you know, like like putting it behind her and making sure that it was moving, and and so you could just and you could see she just rated how excited that she was to be there. So oh. that's I. She was one of of my faves, and then also uh, Letitia Wright, who was Shuri. Yes, what was she? She wearing? was in. Uh, it was. I mean, it was a conservative looking dress. It was a cream dress, a long sleeve dress. It was like lace made out of. It looked like leaves. Vibranium. It was very, very pretty, and she, I guess she was, she was wearing the dress. The dress was not wearing her. What's her last name? Right. Uh, right with W R I G H T. Tiffany uh, is looking it up right now, so Googling, she can see. Googling, active Googling. She looked so pretty, and again, it was just it, she didn't, she wasn't wearing extravagant jewelry. She wasn't. It, it was just understated. Oh, it was pretty. simple, but because of that, and because oh. of how beautiful she is. That long, beautiful just, neck. Oh my gosh! And like that—that that is going to be the wedding dress that everybody yeah. wants. Um, I love her symmetrical jewelry, like same bangle, mm-hmm. same same ring. But nothing is like so classy. Ostentatious. So it's classy. it's classy. Yes, good for her. So she's was another honorable mention uh, for men. Chris Evans as well. That color of the velvet. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of people who could pull that color of the velvet off and not look like an asshole. So kudos to you, yeah. Chris Evans. Uh, but I have to give the award to Billy Porter. Yes. 
Oh my god. Damn, Billy Porter. Yes, girl. You look good. That was I okay, so I follow Christian Siriano on Instagram. Yeah. And he's, you know, showing all his final touches on everyone and he just showed this skirt. And I was like, who's gonna be wearing yeah. a big ass skirt? Billy Porter. Billy fucking Porter oh my is God. going to be wearing such that a good, huge Such skirt. a good red carpet And moment. like, he, again, you could just see he was living the fantasy. And it, the, the have you seen the reaction of Glenn Close? Yes. That's probably my favorite moment from the Oscar. She goes through every human emotion uh, uh, in oh, eight uh, seconds. She's like, mm, oh, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. you did that. You yes. did that. And I respect you. I love it. And I feel it. like, uh, with, with the exception of maybe a couple people um i feel like nobody would bat an eye at something like that that was there on that same red carpet you Mm -hmm. know like they're all just like fuck yeah dude yeah yeah it 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 was amazing so kudos to billy porter and kristen siriano for designing that (gasps) and sponsor us christian (laughs) i i really hope that red carpet fashion goes to that because there were there were you know amy poehler was in a suit that I God. I love that we don't need Aquafina to. Aquafina was to, in a suit. Aquafina was in a suit. I want it to yeah. be dress how the fuck you want. Uh, you Chad, want to wear a dress? Wear a fucking dress. Chad Bozeman was in Chadwick. Yeah, something yes. interesting. Interesting. It was interesting, but it was, it was like <laughs> fucking cool. Yeah, I just I want I want fashion in general, and also you know red carpet fashion. I want more. I want more of that. Wear yes. what you want. Wear what makes you happy. Be happy in your body. You do you. Fuck the haters. <laughs> so our hate mail uh, email address. Is... <laughs> so tonight, Tiffany and I are headed to... Mean Gays. Mean Gays. Down at the Egyptian in Seattle, starring Willem and Laganja and Kim Chi. So we're really excited about that. So Tiffany's excited. not wearing pink. I didn't have anything pink, which is... So... I have like a pink cardigan, but I'm like, I can't wear that out. So I just wore all black that instead. Works. That's yeah. fine. It was funny. I was looking at somewhat one of the queens had posted something about talking about it and there was somebody in the comments who was like why is everybody saying to wear pink why are you even why are you commenting why are you commenting go if you don't know can't you be like google mean girls mean girls wear pink huh what's the connection hmm yeah fuck it idiot (laughs) don't go stay home because you're not going to get any of the goddamn jokes stay the fuck home I'm Leave excited. it to the professionals. <laughs> uh, so you are headed down to California. Is there anything that you're going to watch while you're down there or watch on the way? Um, I did download quite a few things um, on to my tablet, but um, I always have very high hopes. Like, I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to watch this movie. It's, you know, a three-hour flight, so I have time. Um, I will start one of those things and immediately fall asleep. <laughs> so I... Um, I I have eighth grade queued up. It's on Amazon Prime now. Mm. Um, if you're if you're interested in seeing that, I have a true crime documentary, and I downloaded some stuff on Netflix that I already forgot what it was. So, that's so it's real probably important. not a good sign. <laughs> uh, it was movies though, because it took up a lot. Yeah, no, I totally forgot what I downloaded on Netflix. Okay, <laughs> but maybe I'll watch eighth grade. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably going to finish the Umbrella Academy because even yesterday, Bill's like. When are we going to finish that show? Because he seemed more interested in it than oh, I am. So yeah. I will finish it for him. And maybe episode two through whatever, they're going to blow me away and I'm going to be hooked on it. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. tell me why there's a goddamn monkey. I saw like a still of um, like a gorilla man. Yeah. 
Okay. So Monkey Man. We'll probably watch it. That yeah. seems like something that we would watch. Yeah. Um, Superhero shows in general. Um, yeah. What I'm really looking forward to, and I think it's out on March 8th, so I don't think I'm going to be able to do it for this week, but uh, Ricky Gervais has a new movie coming oh. out on Netflix. And I, I am one of the people who actually enjoys Ricky Gervais. I know he's not for everybody. I like him. I like that he's a twat. And I'm okay with it. So I'm ex- and I, I see the cast, and it's everybody that was in e- him in the show Derek and Extras, which I love both of those shows. Oh. So it's like pretty much the same cast. So okay. I'm, it's I'm all in. his friends. I'm in. So yeah. I'm sure I'm going to see it, and I'm sure I'm going to love it. So yeah. that's probably what's on. Yeah. I started Atlanta um, season two, but I'm Hot Atlanta? Hot Atlanta. Real Housewives of Atlanta. No, just Atlanta. Just. just- Donald Glover. Um, I'm obsessed with Donald Glover. He's so handsome. He's just a, an incredible, amazing human, and um, I really like this show. So maybe if I get through that, I'll review it by next time. You could also uh, review, you know, your flight to California. My flight experience. <laughs> if you have anything, I'm flying special Southwest. <laughs> Don't throw oh, anything at me. Oh, <laughs> oh, not Southwest. I'm flying Southwest, but I don't have to fly into LAX. That's good. So it's a good balance. Yeah, that's Because I would rather walk to fucking Southern California yes. than go to LAX ever again. Yeah, <laughs> we should do a scathing review of LAX someday and their arrivals and departures. Oh, Christ. my God. It's a nightmare. Nightmare. Well, we are going to sign off now. Tiffany? Yay! Yeah. yeah. Can I have a cocktail now? Yes, we can oh, get a cocktail. Thank you. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Don't forget to follow us, uh, Broads Pod, on Instagram and Twitter and The Broad Review on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, best wishes. And warm regards. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>